Okay. So we're talking to we spoke about two things so far. The one in the Gedda of Achana, which is the way a person prepares himself to Davin. We said from Chaim Briska that the first Achana for Tfilah has to be the Achana that a person is only the Hashem. Give me four things of what he wants to say, but there's a recognition that I'm only the Melech, and Chaim writes that's Ma'akib in Tfilah. The person has to know that he's standing in front of Hashem. The, this has another halachic application. The halach is that if a person is drunk to a level that we call that is, I know, is can't be omit me melech, is not a davish ministry. Now, even people in that state can know what they're saying. They aren't inebriated to the state, they don't know what they're saying anymore. They know what they're talking about. But there's a certain, uh, so to speak, person can't maintain with enough seriousness as they would in front of a king. So then he's also to Davin. And the Chiddush is, is that the words he might be saying is not like he's not, he doesn't think of what he's saying. In fact, sometimes it's very much the opposite. Sometimes the person is more drunk, it brings him to feel more, it like he brings his feelings to the surface more, and he definitely means what he says. But uh, we see, before Abraham will get drunk and come in, like, come in down, down and cry, so to speak, whatever it is. It could be their feeling, it could be their meaning, they know what they're saying. But it doesn't work with Twitter. It doesn't work with Twitter because it doesn't have the seriousness that you need to go with Nehemiah. And that's okay, so first it's not yet, you don't have a Dabinaka. So we see that the Ma'aki, the more important part of Twitter is the, the very Nukudda that I know that I'm standing in front of Hashem. I've spoken about it for two weeks already. The Nukudda, therefore, the way to do that is before a person starts Dabinaka, to take the time to start and focus on this point. Before I start the daven, that that puts me in the mindset of davening. That um, the point of what I'm doing isn't just to say the words of Tzvi. The point of what I'm doing is to to appreciate or realize the fact I'm standing in front of Hashem. Now let's let's go to another point. The Mchal says there Hashem in Shari The Mchal says that why do we need so many Tzvi? Why would it be enough? Why do we need so many? Times to daven. Why we have to daven one time a day? Why why Chazal kaveh three times a day? So what, what Rav Chal basically is just saying to us like this. He says that a person's mindset during the day is focused on uh, what he's doing, what he needs to do, what he is doing, what he's achieving, what he's doing, and what his options are, and what he's, what he's planning to do. And the person's mindset is very much on the wavelength of what I'm achieving, what I'm doing, what I'm accomplishing, not accomplishing. And uh, the Mkhar writes that that way of thinking might be necessary to do things. If I want to get things done, if I want to start projects, if I want to make a final, if I want to prepare a share, whatever else I want to do. But if it's going to be, the, then there's a certain necessary mindset that this is up to you. You have to, you have to do it. But the danger in the system comes that even though it's true that the person has to think about and plan what he wants to do and make steps, take steps to make it happen. But the natural then consequence that people think is that um, if I set it up and I worked on how to do it and I planned it and I put it, executed the plan, so then the success is because of what I did. In other words, as much as a person thinks that the planning step 
and the organization stages and the, doing the activities involved is up to him. So the natural progression from that is that the consequence is up to me too. Okay. So I, I did all the work. Of course it's going to work. I, I, I made sure to plan the event properly. Of course, they, they, they made it. It's going to happen next. That's a natural consequence of the person's mind. If you did all the steps to make something happen, so it's because of you, it happened. And here comes the danger. Because even though it's true that a person can do all the steps to plan something, but the Hasrach has to come from Hashem. Hasrach has to come from Hashem, whatever level it's going to be. Right? Zainu. Uh, from the most grandiose plan to the most simple thing. Right? Even if you, if you put all the factors and take everything into account, and you, you set everything up and do all the work which is necessary, Lab Dafka is going to work. Because Prophet he doesn't want it to happen, or what? So the fact that there is there is Hatzlafa after all the work you did, that's Nashimai. And that's on the big scale, you're on the small scale. We'll go back to what we said before. The other Marchilev, Mashem and Elosha. I can plan the shit. And exactly what I want to say, I follow it all through first, and then I try to speak, and I don't have a voice. But it's happened to me. But there's an option also. Mashem and Elosha, that there's an option of a Kaddish Baruchu and not giving a person the, so to speak, the ability to say something. And then you see there also the same you said, that the application isn't guaranteed. Even if the even if a person does all the work or a person prepares everything, that therefore is going to lead to the result that he wants. So, therefore, what is the person? What's the person is that at three stages. Firstly, before a person embarks on the project, there's the realization that Ba'atsim, I can only do so much as far as organizing or preparing it or making things happen goes. The second step is, once I've done all those steps and I've, I've done the work I can do and I've prepared the way I can prepare, so now I have to take a step back and take this work from now it's up to you. That's luck is up to you. And then the third step is so when it is successful, so I realize the fact that Ba'atsim, that success isn't mine. I could do the steps I did, but that doesn't guarantee anything. The success has to come from Russia. I want to give you an example of this. Klai Yisrael's, you're going to say, quote, first communal project was building the Mishkan. Okay, so when it came to building the Mishkan, we found a number of interesting, like, sort of stages. The first thing is, um, okay, they have all the, all the materials ready, which is appealed very successful. They have all the gold, silver, ram skins, whatever it is. They need all the, all the materials here. Who's going to build the Mishkan? So, Hashem says to Moshe three times that He's going to give the people who, who chose to build the Mishkan the ability to do it. Or, Every part that talks about the constructions of the mission, it's always Hashem to give them some skill or some even or some level of extra help to do the job. So in actually building the Mishkan, even if Klai Yisrael were willing participants and even if they had all the requirements they needed, they needed more than that. Okay? Now the mission has all been built. There's another problem. They can't put it together. It wouldn't stand. So Enoch and Ami, they, can, uh, they have all the individual beams and all the individual components, but it doesn't stand. And something else. 
Moshe Benu tried in special Tzach Hashem, special Tefillah. That's nice you did, you should accept it. It should work, it should have to build the Mishkan. Step two. I needed a, a nest. The Hashem told Moshe Hasek, Pak and Moshe, and I'll make sure the Mishkan stands. In other words, it's, it's, it wasn't just a natural uh, consequence. If we put, the, if we build all the pieces and put it together, what's the big deal? Can uh, the Mishkan wouldn't just uh, an engineering way wouldn't stand. It needed a certain nest to make the Mishkan stand. Okay, that's the second point. Then there's a third point. Okay, so now we've, we have we, we've built all the pieces. Not only that, because the mission stood. But still not enough. Where's the Shechina? And another step. That even after the Akamah Sabayis, and after bringing the Kodesh, everything else, then there's a Dab, now that Shem should bring the Shechina down, and we married, that will be the completion of the Mishkan. And what's, what's the, what, what are we being shown? Just that by this, that the, like I said, the first communal project of Klaish was the example of the Mahalach. And that is, people can do, and people are meant to do. But every step of the doing, you have to realize, I, I can't do everything. I can't do everything. There's a certain amount, a certain amount I can do, and a certain amount that I now have to wait for Kaddish Baruch so to speak, to help. And uh, this is my question the Gemara. The Gemara said that Seder's Rhyme is called Seder Emunah. Why Emunah Sitecha? Right, Sitecha Seder Emunah, Emunah is Seder's Rhyme. Why is Emunah Seder's Rhyme? Sarashi brings in the Gemara in Shabbos, Nafnam, Nafnam, Shemayim in Bechay, Yudam, There's only so much the farmer can do. He can plow the ground, it's, it's back-breaking hard work, but he can do it. He can sow seeds, it's hard work, he can do it. And now? Now that's it. Now he has to wait for Hashem to send the rain. Because if it's not going to be rain, then nothing's going to grow. So, yes, as much as a farmer can do, you can do. And we're not done yet. The rain comes, the plants start to grow. And up we go. There's something called Shidaf and the Nirak and all kinds of other illnesses or things that can affect the crops. All this, fr- or let's talk in today's things. It happens every year, right? There's a sudden cold spell. And you won't see tomatoes the next week because they're all froze. Right? Or it gets too hot. And then the, the plants dry. Or there's too much water. And then, the, 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 then they, they drown in the mud. Right? The, the idea of farming is just an example of you can do the next step and then you have to wait. Because there has to be the set of this at each stage or things don't work. And then it's more obvious because you're relying on Kodesh Baruch running forces of nature which people can't run. But the same material supplies everywhere. And that is... Even if you're doing the same shaman, you're trying to set up your shiva, you're trying to organize a, 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 a people doing a mitzvah, it doesn't make a difference what it is. Right? There's a certain amount you can do, fine, you go and do it. And now? And now it's after Hashem. The after Hashem could be that you need the set The after Hashem could be you need somebody on the outside to, to help you, which you can't do on your own, whether it's a funder, whether it's an approval from someone, whether it's a Whatever it's going to be, it doesn't make a difference. But that's always a matter. Yes, a person is meant to do what, he's, what he can do. But what a person can plan, what a person can do, do. And now, now inside the Shema. And the importance is the person is to realize it always. And that is that when there is the Hatzlacha, a person looks back and says, yeah, of course, this was, this was my hard work. Of course it's Hatzlacha. Look at all the effort I put into it. It's a mistake. It's not enough. That's one aspect. Even by Limud Atayr, the Gemara says in the Divine Gimel base, of the Divine Gimel base, I'm sorry, Maya Sel of Yafkam, you're going to become a Chacham Selulan, Yarubi Yeshiva. That's enough? No. Yispar Lamisha Chacham Shalom. 
you can do what you need to do, you still have to die. Hashem Baruch is to give chachma. My asset of Yasher, who's supposed to become wealthy, what should you do? So Gemara gives whatever advice, a person should become wealthy. That's it? No. Inspired by Mishael Yisrael. Which means what my Yasher Adam. If you ask him the question, what can the person do? This is what you should do. Is that the guarantee? No. That's just the first thing. But if you don't take the first, nothing will happen. But just because you've done what we told you to do, isn't therefore an absolute guarantee you'll, you'll get that zocha. That means tefillah. That means the second point. And that brings what we're going to talk about today. Yispadal. The point of Yispadal is at every sta- that, it's not, that whatever stage you're holding in, in what we're trying to achieve, what we're trying to do, there's a stage, wait, I need, I need tefillah. I need siyad dishmat. And that's in the Quran. Shachris is when I start off my day. So before I start, what do I want to do today? So there's a, there's a starting point, it's tefillah. I need to see Adishmai with that. Going back to the Mishkan, even before we started building anything, if Batsadal hadn't been given the Ruach HaKodesh to know what to build, there's nowhere to start from. How does it know what these things are looking like? How does it know what to, how to get there? You want to start a project? Great. You have a tefillah before you start. That's number one. Number two, I've now done the job I can do. Now I need to, now I need to work. Like we said, they built the Mishkan. It's all done. Now it has to stand. In the second part, it's Mincha. Just like the Gemara says, Shach is the beginning of the day, Mincha is the end of the day. Why? Because the Yetzirah and the Pahalev and Avedasi are there. A person goes out to do whatever he wants to do in the morning until night. So the Tfilah of Mincha is the Etzim. At the end of the day, now I need to see Adish Ma'af. What I put work into there should be Mithiyah. How do you cheshbon ice if you're not working hard enough or you should be working harder already, those types of things? 100%. There's definitely that cheshbon. If a person isn't doing what he's meant to do, so maybe he doesn't deserve to have So now we're talking, before we're talking about what's the guarantee inside the person's avoider, we're talking about the mindset the person has to have. And that is that there's a consciousness and awareness that, yes, I went I went to work the whole day long, but right now I need to have It's not guaranteed that just because I worked, even if I worked enough, just because I worked, it's going to guarantee something. We don't know how much working enough is. That's my question. How do you ever, how do you, how do you ever qualify what working enough is? Maybe you're just not doing enough for Shabbos. How do you ever figure that out? How do, you know, how do I know when, where, where, where that's going to answer me or not? I said, yeah, I do a little bit, and then I say, okay, fine. Now it's time I should do the rest. Or no, maybe I should do twice as much. And then that's it's a fair question, know. which we'll talk about later. We'll talk about the actual words of Twitter. It's not, but now we're not even talking about that. There's certain things I can't do. There's certain things I can't do. I have, as much as I try, I can't do it. Right? Like I said, it's something which is not solely on me, or something which is not solely, or something which needs other people, which isn't in my control. So it's not, then, then, then it's only a Kodesh Baruch who wants to make it work. There's nothing more for me to do. Remember, for example, my father. Right? It's not that he has to plan, plant more. Or plan, he's done that. He has to plan more. He's done that. He needs the rain. There's nothing more for him to do. So for sure, stages like that, we know that Mikan and Rabbah and Yaqadish Baruch will help. Then after the Avoid Rabbah, now I go back. Now I should be up to the next step. That's Mincha. And that's what's married. That's the last step. That uh, night time isn't the time of Avoid. Night time isn't the time when a person is actively doing more. Right? But uh, just like the rest of English, there's a third step. And that is once the Avoid is complete, now there's the Shrena which comes down. Third step, but there's the is mashlim. That's the that's the third step in the process. Four person starts once he's finished what he can do, and then waiting for the result, you know, the tefillah. It's up to you, and then being macro when the when the 
process is completed, we have to send it to Yad that's what Tfidah isn't a once-off thing. It, it needs to be involved in every stage of the process. Every stage of the process. It's not a, it's, it's separate from what we're doing. Adab, it becomes a part of what we do. Dainam. This is a story of famous story of the Nitziv. Even, even if a person's ASIC is learning Torah, and of course, it's a matter of every person learning Torah and how much he tries to understand Torah and is a smart in Torah, but in Torah also it gets to the point where now in Siyad and the Gemara says this. The Ukmi, so the Ukmi, the Gemara says that you got to be also timing, but the Hanimi lechidudi. But the Ukmi gets to say after Shmai, so you can be a gato as much as you want. We believe you are a gato. If you want the Ukmi Shmai, you want to come at halacha lemaisa, come at clear nusugya, then you have Shmai. So the same framework exists. And that is b'toich the I'm doing. So now that's to be the stage. But now I need, now I'm relying on Siyad Shmai. Now, therefore, let's finish from Chal before we get to the Lemaise. Therefore, the idea that Tfidah is meant to be Dafka made into a part of the day at various stages isn't by chance, it's Badafka. It's Badafka. Otherwise, the more a person we could focus on what he's doing and not have the need to involve Hashem in what he's doing, so then the more a person has the mindset that I'm, I'm taking care of this myself. It's Tafka, the, the point of putting Tfidah, not just once a day, not just once a week, whatever it is. Every day, and so many times during the day, is that it's never far from a person. The, the fact that, I mean, that I might be in the middle of something, whatever stage I am, I need to, I need to see how this might, so get to, to keep going. Okay, so that's the case. We're going to go one more step. We spoke about Shachas before, like it was the beginning point. Focus before Adam on the fact that I'm the We saw Rabbi and we saw the Rambam, we saw the Mishnah. This is even a Chiyuv and Tfilah. Okay, we'll go right over that. We spoke before at the end of Ma'ariv. That's a separate thing that the fact that a person doesn't always have concentration. So we talk on this week, the beginning of the week, the idea of when a person finishes Ma'ariv, he'll leave him in the Fanech to think what I think about your Tfilah. It's a separate of it. Again, you know, we said at the beginning, it takes a few weeks until something becomes part of a person's nature. We're keeping that up also. But now a new point. Something for Mincha. Because the Ritzias of Mincha is it's in the middle of the day. Which means normally a person doesn't have the same schedule that's Kilo, they wait for Mincha, they finish with Marif. It's in the middle of, before something, after something, Toich something, after have a Mincha. And it wasn't by chance that that's the nature of Mincha. If it's in, it's, if it's in Bedafka, Mitoich, what a person is doing, he has to start the Dava Mincha. Then the avoid has to be, think, what am I doing and what am I asking for? If I have to take a break from whatever I was doing, I have to go stop me at Dava Mincha. So, therefore the focus should be, this wasn't by chance. Mincha was here because there's a chance to redirect. I'm working on something, Hatzlachaz Min Hashem. So now, we made it, bring it back to Maisa. The Machshavah before starting Mincha was what I was in the middle of doing. I'm stopping now for, to ask Siyad Ishmael on this thing. Just like the Nevesh Chaim says that if a person is in the middle of a sugi, he doesn't understand. He says, not bitter terror to stop him to daven for Siyad Ishmael to understand. Adab, but that's exactly the Tfidah we meet, we're discussing. Right? I feel that this is beyond me. I've tried. I don't understand. So where we go from here? So I'm going to stop and daven. So Kavachai, when the Tfidah has been established, is kavur as part of the, as part of this, as part of the daily routine, 
in a sense where the nature of the tefillah is, I have to stop what I'm doing to daven. So then the logical thing is to daven about what you're doing. If I'm in the middle of letting the sugi or whatever it is, I'm stopping for mincha, then my thoughts during mincha should be about the sugi I'm letting. If I'm in the middle of trying to set something up or organize something, whatever it is, I'm stopping for mincha, then my thought during mincha should be for the hatzlachim, whatever I was doing. So it's enough. So we've seen three different avenues in tefillah. They're all true. We're dealing with all of them. One little thing in each in each field. The one is the, the focus on we took on the Avodah Bashachis. The other one is the fact that we know that there's a natural tendency of people not to think about things which have an autopilot. And therefore, even as much as a person thinks and wants to daven, the reggae starts and switches on to autopilot but he doesn't think about anything. So we, we're working on that inner Avodah and Marib to work back, to bring back the again, the thoughts or the focus of the person during Tveda. That's the second thing. And the third thing, and now that, that what Tefillah is meant to be asking for? What Tefillah is meant to be asking for? So the first look at what Tefillah is meant to be asking for, before we get to all the brachas and all the details in Tefillah, just the most basic thing is, Hatzlach and whatever I'm busy doing. I was busy doing something, I want Hatzlach in it. That's what I want to ask for. And that area of Tefillah, which means that the, the Divrei Tefillah, or the focus on what I'm asking for, that's going to be the focal point we work about during Mincha. Eventually they'll all combine. The, the older tefillahs, but to point, pinpoint three separate points for three separate tefillahs, which give us three different uh, vistas, three different perspectives on tefillah.